That's quite okay, funny. Okay, shut your mouth. What? Excuse me. What's good here? Yeah, you know what's not good here? You. This is all wrong. No, this is the first I've heard. How dare you! I wasn't quite sure what I'd just seen, but I knew it was time for me to leave. Okay. Oh yeah. We're in it. Tony's brewing up coffee. That's the sound of the coffee machine filling its boiler. Speaking of filling your boiler, Courtney. What? When I say filling, I mean eating. And when I say boiler, I mean your face. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, um, this is not coffee related at all. (laughs) Do you know what Luft is? Yeah. I did not know what Luft is <laughs> until... Did someone, did someone look at your hat in the shop and say you need Luft? No, but I was looking at hats and I was like, oh, it says the amount of Luft, the amount of Luft you can get on a cycling hat is dependent on the shape of your head, <laughs> but it should be worn with Luft. And if yeah. you don't wear it with Luft, you're an idiot. And then one of our customers was in the other day and he had zero luft going on and I was like, oh, that was me two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, air in German. Luft. Yeah, so you have to pull it off your head and like Lufthansa. just sits Lufthansa. on. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah there you go. You, see, you look at the old like 90s, 80s, <clears throat> 90s before helmets came in as like a rule. Golden All the guys are riding around with like, it looks cool, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> and there's a bit, it's a bit crumpled, but like yeah. really, it looks like it's just resting on top of the head cool. but they're yeah. doing like 40k an hour and they're just like i don't get why <laughs> still is yeah it to do with it's not to do with wind resistance i think it's style isn't it yeah. i reckon it just looked i don't know it's just just stylish looks cool what are we drinking tony we've got one from dark arts coffee called best buds i think that's guatemalan near near to okay but i'm not sure what's what exactly the farm is called it's probably a co-op Mm. Of lots of different farms, and is it a washed? Yes, ah. it's a washed. <laughs> <laughs> so. Todd's you should expert go to a cupping again? competition and just be like <laughs> washed. <laughs> what? It's like don't, we're looking for something else. Just when you said yeah. that, it, it reminded me I've got. Um, we had another celebrity get in touch. Did we? Another celebrity. Fantastic. This is the first <laughs> time I'm, I'm hearing this, so they're coming in thick and fast. So it's mm-hmm. quite nice to have sort of a wee bit of recognition. Um, so let me just find it. Here we go. Hello there, guys. It's Louis Walsh here. Um, you may remember me from X Factor. Uh, listen, I needed to get in touch um, after what I would regard as criticism of uh, Courtney last week. Quite frankly, he's my favourite member of the podcast. And when he talks with that lovely lilt of his, um, my balls tingle, quite frankly. Um, listen, he reminds me of a young Gary Barlow. <laughs> Okay. So that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> His accent seems to have changed a little bit to a northern accent. I think he went from <laughs> south to north yeah. fairly quick. He's not wrong, though. Yeah. Um, Gary Barlow. That's, I've always wondered who you remind me of, but that's, that's it. A young Gary Barlow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we know. I think if we, were, if we were take that as a business, you're Gary Barlow. I'm... I'm 
classic Jason Orange. You, Tony, you're Mark Owen. Phil is Howard. And that leaves Caroline as Robbie Williams. And <laughs> it leaves George as Simon Fuller. Was the man <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. The reason I want to be Jason Orange is because he's got the same birthday as me. Oh, is it? And don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Me, Jason Orange, and Jessica Simpson all share the same birthday. That's that's a hell of a threesome one day. <laughs> if either of you are listening. What would you like to order? <clears throat> a Welsh rabbit. With a poached egg on top, please. Not too runny. And bacon. Scones. Butter. Cream. Jam. Not strawberry. Raspberry? What else? Coffee or tea? Do you have lapsang? Have a pot of lapsang, please. And some sausages. And some sausages. We're back in the mix. Woo! Very easy topic this week. How do you start? How do you start anything? So, for example, how do you start educating yourself about anti-racist activities? You just start. How do you start a coffee shop? How do you start a coffee business? Thoughts? How did you start, Connie? How did I start? I started working for various coffee companies various different levels um just to interrupt you sorry really shit. did you always want to start a coffee business or was it only when you one. met who many people describe as one of the great leaders of our generation the most annoying Me. man in coffee <laughs> um, um no and then after that you were like I can fly under this guy. Yes. I can remote a fish off this guy. This guy will lift Tell me the cows to come the home. skies. <laughs> um, in answer to your question, no, <laughs> I did not always want to open a coffee shop. Coffee was, uh, it was always just a job. I only ever got jobs through being um, introduced to an owner by someone who worked there. So started in a really shitty coffee shop in the south side of Glasgow. And what made you decide that you wanted to start? So at what point that you were working for someone else did you think, oh, I need to do this for myself now? Yeah, um, I think when options are taken away from you. So a lot of people will be fired in jobs, made redundant. Um, and once that happens to you, you kind of realize that maybe you need to take a hold of your own future um, and do things for yourself. Learn by how other people are doing it wrong potentially and yeah try and try and do things a lot better because if everything's done better then you know at the end of the day everything will be better we we also that's true we were both on the receiving end of like a very tangible thing where it was like this is how little you mean to us as a company and it was like a very we were both in the same position we'd both like rare a rare occasion where both Courtney and I had done exactly the same amount of work and like the very obvious thing would be that that work would be rewarded equally and actually what happened was that we were what is the easiest way just to say like 
we did a consultancy gig that we could have done off the books by ourselves and split however much it was like 1500 quid between the two of us and then instead of doing that we said like for transparency we'll do it through the company we worked with we did the work we actually did the work on our own time and still did the you know like all our other tasks for this company and then basically they turned around with the bill and were like right we're going to split this we were thinking right so let's do it in thirds a third for the company a third for us each which is still generous for that that seems fair thinking that well if this is not fair then the next one we're just going to do off the books yeah Mm -hmm. and then it turned it turned out like the balance was like really poor and it was for the sake of them getting an extra few hundred quid Mm. living in like a nice house in the west end driving a nice car like going on huge holidays and stuff the, the the difference was like a couple hundred quid to us is like that pays for at that time like an entire holiday yeah, yeah. you know like that's all your flights and the start of your accommodation at least yeah and so at that point we we were chatting and we were like that's fucking bullshit mm-hmm. like how is that fair yeah and so yeah kind of to further your point Courtney it was just like let's not be in a position where we are uh, what's the word reliant reliant on somebody else's decisions to to affect our own mm-hmm. and I guess you took that into starting the cartel mm. with the idea that we're not going to do that yeah as business owners we're not going to do that yeah but did you also see a gap in the market to yeah. jump into as well because yeah. I guess that's the other thing isn't it like finding you not necessarily wanting to copy someone else but Absolutely. maybe push the industry or find a gap or yeah i just think our, our joint approach to things is really different to how everyone else is doing it already um yeah we're quite individual in our language mainly yeah. todd's language um and just the way we do things i think we're nice we're we try to be good employers be fair to all the staff um source nice coffee sell coffee in an area where it hasn't been sold before or like the standard maybe um, not oversell it as well yeah. that's what's quite i think it's quite nice about the cartel you don't try and make sh- shit up just to try and oversell something Absolutely. you sell it for what it is yeah yeah like um, and that and yeah we've really enjoyed the journey and i think there's a lot of people that enter the industry with zero experience and kind of go hey i drink coffee therefore um i'm gonna just start a company and i'll i'll contact someone and be like hey, can you roast to go back to our echo chamber thing is like it from inside the industry you can identify the touch points of for talking sake a group of people who have started a um coffee business but who perhaps don't have the experience of grassroots uh, and working your way up mm-hmm. you can from where we stand we can see it instantly like yeah. oh they're using all the right language but this this and this doesn't add up so there's something else going on there but to your average punter on the street a hundred percent like no yeah it's it's like the brand the marketing and the quote-unquote story yeah so ma- marketing's a big thing though isn't it like a lot of a lot of people might invest more in marketing than they do in other things yeah because that like you say if a customer doesn't realize beyond 
who's involved in the company, then mm. they'll just get sold. Most people get sold by the marketing side of things, yeah. don't they? So I guess a lot of companies will aim to break into a competitive market through mm. marketing more so than investing in maybe their knowledge of yeah. it. And equipment. Yeah, imagine equipment, we'd yeah. Uh, invested a fraction of what we've invested in equipment in the shop on just mm. marketing. Our marketing budget is worse. zero. Yeah, so yeah. if we had saved uh, 50 grand, whatever, put a fraction of that, let's say 10%, into a marketing budget every year, do you think yeah. we'd be selling more coffee or less coffee? I don't know if we'd be selling more coffee, but to the influencers don't want to say this but the wrong sorts of customers so like yeah. our our stable of wholesale customers is like nice we're we're much more selective than other roasteries because we have the luxury of a shop and online yep. yeah we're not so bothered about like going for white label or high volume low margin so like probably also more consi- more um, loyal customers mm. as well right like yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. marketing if you're targeting people in the marketing, another company is going to come along and probably yeah. outdo your marketing budget yeah. at some mm-hmm. point and then take over some customers. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of like other industries where you can kind of, yeah, like, so I used to, back in the day, I used to run a clothing company. Did you? Well, see, I say that, right? <laughs> I used to run a clothing company. I'll tell you what I actually used to do. Hugely successful one. Have you not heard of it? No. I used oh. to, I used to, um, get t-shirts printed I came up with a logo came up with a brand name what was it Blackwater Station Trading Post Blackwater Station Trading yeah. Post and let me tell you that was before Game of Thrones yeah is that in Game of Blackwater is like oh, the yeah. Battle of Blackwater but I, I was I was way before <laughs> that yeah. um, so all I did was come up with a logo a name some like products like oh there's a logo on a shirt boom next there's a different color next. yeah uh, got a website 25 quid a month wrote the copy did a blog like used to do like adventure playlists so like it in my head i was like right this is kind of again a hobby that's now i can monetize it yeah so used to like uh, you know on instagram be like oh, what's everyone doing for their adventures this week and there was a, a like a team of people also doing the same thing not naming names but there was there was loads of other people who I knew were like right that's just from there that you're not a clothing company if you're just buying the clothes and putting your logo on it are you he asked I don't know that's the question isn't it because that's how Nike started right he just went to on its or yeah on its Suka Tigers and like went to Japan got them to design the shoe and was like right send me those yeah it's brand over design or something yeah. isn't it or like can you just stick your own brand on something and then expect that to sell or but I guess like just putting the work in kind of the point I'm making is like that's how easy it is to to have what is on to all intents and purposes a clothing company mm-hmm. it's not a fucking clothing company but I bet you if I showed you my old website you'd be like yeah it's a clothing company yeah. yes <laughs> Sorry, guys, it's all sold out, and the company is actually the subject of an in-depth legal <laughs> battle at the moment. <laughs> no, it's not at all. That is just joking. I mean, I wouldn't put it back. Com- the company's been dissolved, but also what I did off the back of Bring that, worth, worth, <laughs> worth putting this out there. Um, so, like, did about six weeks of 
just on Instagram before the website just on Instagram coming soon coming soon like pictures from and I'm out in the hills actually having adventures like doing what I write so there wasn't any like lies it wasn't like I was in an office being like oh I wish I was doing this I was actually doing it Um, did like six weeks of promo on Instagram and then was like a week out it was like the website's going live get your pre-orders in I did a thousand pounds of pre-orders. I was like, oh God. <laughs> I was like selling stuff and then having to replace the stuff and figure out sizes and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. It just all got like a little bit difficult. And like I always say, if something gets a wee bit difficult, just give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's what a lot, yeah, those, the white label roasters, they j- maybe just enjoy that side of things and they don't want to do the other side. Mm-hmm. Maybe enjoy yeah. coffee and just trying to get in yeah. and do that. I don't yeah. know. I don't know that many. And they're quite hard to identify, aren't they? Yeah. Which is the weird thing. Like, see if you're roasting for someone. Why why roast coffee for someone that you don't want to talk about? Yeah. Why do you want to work with people who don't fit your brand? Don't fit yeah. how you present yourself on Instagram? I'll tell you That's why. Okay. Money. Money. Yeah. It's all money. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Mm. Well, it's that not weird. It's like it's business commerce. But like... Surely you'd be looking at yourself a little bit and being like, ah, oh, can I really stand behind all this shit I say about ethical sourcing and yeah. blah, blah, blah? Yeah. If the bulk of what I do is roasting yeah. really dark, a mixture of basically shit yeah. for Chinese restaurants mm-hmm. and I sell it for two pound a kilo, but I'm yeah. selling like, 500 kilos a week yep. and that's where like our margins come in yeah yeah that, that floats the, the other, other stuff, stuff. that's Sorry. fine if it floats the other stuff but then that's it, isn't it? i don't know there's a little bit of a conflict there of like can you stand behind with all your can you say it with your chest as yeah the, as the kids are saying these days mm-hmm. <laughs> say it with your chest that like we we source high grade high scoring coffee yeah that's it. It's like I'm on. I'm. Oh, I'm doing all of that shit, all the bad stuff, just so I can do this good stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, that. Yeah. Just like, it's good doing for doing the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. But stop doing the bad it, stuff. It'd be <laughs> like if if Tesla were funding the Model S by like shooting rockets burning cardboard outside yeah. <laughs> or shooting rockets into space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wait a minute. <laughs> oh, whoops. Uh, yeah. It's such. That's such a weird way of looking at it, actually, isn't it? Like we don't white label roast because we have the shop but where would we be if we didn't have the shop mm. would we have to do that because that was one of the first conversations we had about the business when we were ripping everything out and this place was a shell we mm. both kind of sat down and were like right what do we want to be a high volume roastery or a low volume roastery yeah tricky it's, it's a really hard thing to figure out to kind of stick to your guns and be like no we'll, we'll, we'll curate our customer base quite well so that they fit with what we do, what we say. I guess that's where your both of your experience comes within, like of staying in Glasgow or, or Edinburgh in Scotland and working in different places and getting to know people in the industry and then starting, not having to spend anything on marketing because you've got the connections already that you want to have and you know the people that you might, that you want to work with and don't want to work with maybe. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. can sort of, like that hard work in the back, all in, in history, helps you run the company that you have now yeah. as well yeah this is true 
What would you do differently? Me? Uh, yeah, you. Me? Um, fire you quicker. You can't. Buy you, you out. You can't faster. fire the 51% shareholder. It's going to get you a t-shirt with that one day. <laughs> I love the idea that like, owner in my brain. if ever there's an argument, I just go like, I just <laughs> hold up my pinky and just, it just makes the noise like, do you remember Bewitched when she used to like move her oh nose yeah. and it would just go <laughs> and that would be like how to win the thing it's just like that's the one percent is that true no no Connie <laughs> <laughs> was looking no. pretty sheepish i was like i feel surprised <laughs> that, that no that's why everything's way. turning pink from blue blue oh. was like the democratic decision and now now that i'm starting to flex my one percent yeah we're going we're going hot pink for everything this year it's um that was an idea that Todd had at the start. Every year let's just repaint the cartel a different colour. Yeah. Yeah, great idea. But we're just <laughs> repainting it the same colour, which is just as satisfying. <laughs> um, um I don't know what I would do. I'd like obviously I would do some things different, but nothing major. No. Um I think put I the roaster in the facing the other way. Yeah, definitely. That that's one that's How a minor did you tweak. get behind it if it was facing the wall? <laughs> you sir and a fool um, yeah it, it was just very heavy to move I think yeah. when we put it in position there we were like that'll do yeah we can see that because we could see it quite nicely from the bar when the bar was lengthways down the shop yeah. and we were like oh yeah that I quite like looking over there and looking at that um, yeah. I think we were so relieved to get it in the building yeah. and down in one piece that we were not probably thinking quick enough to be like is that the best place yeah for it before Put we down now that you've moved the table actually it doesn't it changes things yeah now mm. that the long table isn't there yeah no you do need to tidy that section up once once you t <laughs> once you tidy your section up my section's lovely your section's a mess if people come from a more ruthless world like i don't know if you find you Penny probably pension. do find that with like um people who come from like a finance background or like corporate structure they find it very difficult to build a business that's not that. Yeah, mm -hmm. they start so talking about using like lost leader in these terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even like from a structural point of view, like uh, yeah. our experience of that was like everyone had to have a like a job title. Yeah, yeah. and it couldn't just be like, oh, you're this. Like, it couldn't just be you're an employee, and this is your remit it was almost it was always like you're an employee and your job is head of production mm -hmm. and yeah. inventory manager that's so true some it? like shite title yeah. like that it would just be like well as head of uh, as manager production manager and head of inventory um it's up to me to really um make sure that you can't tell me what coffees to buy because i'm actually this is my job yeah mm -hmm. And when oh <coughs> toilet that's that's not in my remit yeah you know yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. no it's and then the <laughs> you're probably at cross purposes because then if it's not in your remit people just scrub it out of their brain yeah so you don't get the crossover that creates friction that creates fire that's me rubbing my hands together <laughs> boom <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of like when you've got tasks daily tasks like mop the floor we'll all do it in the building yeah Apart from me. All of us, apart from Todd. <laughs> I don't know how to mop. Sorry, guys. Unwilling to learn. <laughs> Never learn. <laughs> but, but even, sort of even thing, now, know? we don't have 
between us we don't have job titles co-founders that's it co- m- mine is co-founder and coffee guy yeah and that's been ripped off originally <laughs> and then <laughs> in fact i'll tell you why what do you mean that's Excuse not me. original what? Nothing. do you Carry think on. i ripped that off you no not me who i don't know um <laughs> no i'll tell you, I'll tell you tibbles <laughs> tibbles ripped off me <laughs> who's tibbles is it mark no. Yeah. Is it Mark? The guy Mark who Tim. runs um, <laughs> In the, the Independent Coffee guide. Guide. Oh, yeah. And I know for a fact I've sent him loads of emails <laughs> and he's just gone, no, oh, like that. Taken. That was from pre cartel days as well. I'm used to it, mate. People steal, yeah. people steal what I sell. I can't speak too much about that because of the lawsuit as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you exactly how that came about. I, I was told by our former employer make business card. I was speaking to my friend Ross Mackay, who is a pneumonia Ross. Pneumonia Ross. Right, yeah, he's had pneumonia, so Courtney yeah. calls him pneumonia Ross. Um, and he was like, "What's your, what's your, what are you going to put on it?" And I was like, "Well, I think just like general manager." And he was like, well, "Why not something like a little bit more, like general manager?" Edgy doesn't mean fuck all. Yeah, coffee guy. As soon as someone reads that, they're like, "That's okay, I get it." So I put that on my business card and I was told by our former employer that that was not yeah. the right thing to do really yeah I had to meet him again two 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 straight down the line they you were. should really be general manager yeah. head of procurement and conglomeration analyst <laughs> whatever <laughs> those words mean but so then when we came here it was like actually don't have a boss yeah so okay. just rip whatever yeah. I want nice. and now it's been ripped off for us yeah must have been doing something right, eh? I'm standing up and I'm telling you, I am Warhol. I am the number one most impactful artist of our generation. I am Shakespeare in the flesh. Walt Disney, Nike, Google. Everybody says, who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. who I think I am. You've got questions. Oh, yeah. I've got questions. I haven't heard them yet, so I'll just... Here's the first question. Why is coffee called coffee? So that's the first question. (laughs) Quick, Google it. Why is coffee called coffee? And who's that from? That is from Georgia, I think. That sounds like Georgia. Georgia, thanks for the question. Uh, It's a great question. Um, In many ways, that is a sort of philosophical philosophical question why is anything called anything why is georgia called georgia we don't really know she was conceived in the state (laughs) the great state of georgia um (laughs) we don't know we don't know that for sure um (sighs) so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna google it no and i don't really know presumably coffee existed before the latin language existed so in in the Rift Valley of Ethiopia, where they where we think coffee originated, is that correct? Yeah. I don't know what the well, it's uh, the story as old as time. <laughs> Caldi was a shepherd and a good man. 
He had a flock of goats. One of them, in fact, was called Courtney. <laughs> That's where he Courtney was the strongest one, biggest and ugliest <laughs> of the goats. <laughs> and he noticed that they were eating certain berries and then kind of going mad, jumping about the place. He picked the berries. He took them to the local. Uh, like shaman or the local or sort of the village elder who was like mate this stuff <laughs> is bad threw it on the fire that kind of roasted the coffee and then the elder in my head the elder walked away and was like like dropped the mic walked away and then Caldi was like I like that smell I'm collecting that ashes in the same way that um 50 cent no who was it somebody smoked some of Tupac Shakur's oh, ashes yeah. I feel like Caldi was like I don't care I'm going to smoke the ashes <laughs> but he didn't smoke them because he lost his pipe he <laughs> brewed them up drank them and then he had a psychoactive experience nice but that doesn't answer <laughs> the question <laughs> This is how politicians work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, get the question. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia, I think the question you're actually asking me is <laughs> who invented coffee? And yeah. Um, Courtney, what do you think? Why is coffee called coffee? Tony, honest answer. I got no clue. Yeah. Georgia, I don't really know either. I don't have a horse in this race. Georgia, let me introduce you to a little thing called a Google. <laughs> the, Ethi- the Ethiopian word for coffee bean is bana. Mm. Bana? Bana, B-U-N-N-A, which morphed into the Arabic phrase Gawat al-Ban, meaning wine of the bean. Thank uh, you. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> which was then shortened to Gawa or Kawe, K-A-H-W-A-Y, or Kawa, Q-A-H-W-A, then to the Turkish word Kave, which is K-A-H-V-E, which the Italians changed into Cafe, and then the uh, English turned to Coffee, and then New Yorkers turned to coffee. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> and then Bostoners turned it to Kathy. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Done. So we didn't know the answer, but we Googled it. And Georgia, there are actually other names for coffee. Should we have a quick uh, think about that? Yeah. A cup of Joe? Cup of Joe. You know why that's called that? Uh, no. It's because G.I. Joe. Oh, is it? Mm. <laughs> 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 I think it actually is because of G.I. Joe. Mm. So co- it was coffee for soldiers. Ah. I don't know if that's true. There's another. What's the UK like thing for coffee there? Oh, no. It's There's a, cup, a, a, a cup, cup of cha. A cup of cha, yeah. Which I think might. Uh, right, again, just conjecture. But like chai? Cup of chai? What's cup of chai? Yeah. Cup of cha. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> you want a cup of chai? Do I want a cup of tea? <laughs> what's the next question next question right so I hope we answered that for you Georgia that was a good question great question great Georgia wonderful. thank you so the next question is from Archer I think let's see what Archer's got to say can you get different coloured coffee can you get different coloured coffee great question Archer so we're talking here about coffee the f- berry I mm. guess so not the bean because the bean or the drink. The bean is or always the, the same colour, isn't it? Well, it changes colour, yes. But yeah, With age. Yeah. And if it's been roasted. True. 
So the cup of coffee can change color depending yep. on how the roast mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. So if it's been roasted a long time, then the end coffee drink will probably be quite dark. So more towards mud. Yep. Whereas if it's roasted quite lightly, it's going to be quite a bit reddy, reddish, mm -hmm. maybe even yellowy if it's not roasted very well at all. And then depending on how it's brewed, you could have like a muddy brew, like probably what you'd get at insert bleep here. <laughs> if you had like a Chemex, a washed, of course, <laughs> a washed coffee, brewed it in a Chemex, put it in a glass and held it up to the light, it could look almost very like wine coloured, like really yeah. dark. Yeah, as you say, dark red or purple. And then um, the roast. Or it depends if you put milk in it. Yeah, true. Jeez, this is a very, very this expansive is, topic. This is, this is a good question. It could, it could, if you did latte art, then it could be brown and white. Yeah. If your definition was high, you know, you're talking about your your uh, latte art champions like Dan Tamang, um, Todd Whiteford, who was second in a latte art competition way back in 2009. <laughs> um, <laughs> Connie, what what do you think about coffee? <laughs> color of coffee Do, can it come in different colors can you give us yes. something about different varieties of coffee colors? yes well obviously you've got your red bourbon oh, red bourbon um and yeah you got purple purple bourbon mm -hmm. yellow bourbon do you have purple bourbon you get yellow bourbon yellow bourbon no you get yellow but maybe not purple and do the is it do coffee cherries start or do they yeah they, they change color don't they when they when they when, when they wrap <laughs> Yeah, um, unripened coffee cherries are usually green, and then like many other fruits, mm -hmm. they'll change color once they ripen. So they go from like green, yellow, red. Similar to tomatoes. I know they've got tomatoes in their garden. So ah. if you look Check at, at the tomatoes, Tommy Toms. you'll probably get different varieties of tomatoes that will have different colors. Mm -hmm. So they will all be yellow or green or yeah. red so the answer is yes <laughs> yeah just yes yeah <laughs> yeah simple nice all right i think that's all the questions that i've got oh. i've got questions for them all right first of all georgia do you drink coffee uh -huh. second of all archer do you drink coffee <laughs> if the answer is yes just be careful Anybody need more coffee? Kitchen's nah, closing. Nah, man, we don't, we don't mess with caffeine. Those who know caffeine can cause serious delirium. Serious delirium. Serious delirium. Serious delirium. Serious delirium. Serious delirium. And now you tell me. Would you... Uh, give your child coffee if they had children mm. uh, yeah I think if they asked let them try it yeah oh you'd have to be very careful that you didn't raise an absolute little ponce of a child <laughs> <laughs> like two sugars cause, well because I feel like my attitude would be like right if you're having this coffee you're having uh, I'm going to start you off with like a really nice oh, filter yeah. coffee yeah or uh, yeah 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 like build them up like mm. a really nice delicate light 
filter coffee. But you don't want them at the age of like 10 going <laughs> into school and be like, Daddy doesn't let me drink anything apart from Gisha. washed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be the... You you would want them obviously to fit in and not get bullied. <laughs> <laughs> Taking their own uh, little coffee setup yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> for lunchtime. Yeah, to little little <laughs> They go around to their friend's house and like the mum's like, "Do you want hot chocolate with marshmallows? <laughs> Do you have any cold fermented Monte Blanco? <laughs> Can I have something from a Chemex? <laughs> not too complex." I love that your child is part of the royal family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like a little, I uh, maybe prefer a little Oliver Twist <laughs> type. Can I have some more? Please. <laughs> Please, um, sir, can I have some more extraction <laughs> from this coffee? It's a little under. <laughs> Do you remember the first time that you drank coffee? I don't. No. No. Um, I, no, I, I don't. Or made a coffee? Even instant coffee. I remember the first time I made espresso. Oh, yeah. On, on a machine? Yeah. And I was like, this is easy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, it was in a place that was very much like, you just, like, flappy paddle, grinder, yeah. pull it towards you until the thing's full, um, scrape it off the top. Then the tamper was attached to the grinder, so you put, like, oh, push yeah. up. And then you just put it in there, press that button, and then what came out was like a decent looking espresso. But I, I, I just had no clue of like, all right, and then if I make a cappuccino, you need hot milk and you pour it on top of that. Just no idea. Yeah. But after that, I, I think because my little brain is like likes process driven things. So I was like, okay, that's step one, that. Step two, that. Step three, do that. Yeah. Step four, then serve. So yeah, I think that was the first time I <laughs> made, made coffee. Do you? I think I remember when I started making cappuccinos in the coffee shop. That was the thing to get make sure that there was a white middle and a brown rim. Do you remember that? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. To make sure that was like, if you don't get the brown ring around the outside and have the nice airy, yeah, floating iceberg on top, then <laughs> that's not cappuccino. If it don't sound like that, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. You know, do you remember the first time you made coffee? I am. Um, did you have coffee? Did you have instant coffee at home growing up? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like Nescafe. Yeah, I think I think we must have had like a French press. I think I can't. I actually can't remember. I know. You always hear people talk about. Oh, I used to have coffee when I was a kid, and I hated it. Yeah. And as I grew up, I started liking it. But I don't ever remember drinking it when I was a kid at all. Mm-hmm. I remember going to coffee shops. Went to one in Dublin called, I think it was Java, it's called. Yeah. With my dad. And we would go on Sundays and it was good, but I don't know if I drank coffee. I can't remember. Yeah. I know I ate food. Because I love food. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my grandparents coming to visit. And my parents were out when they arrived. So my parents had said, oh, let's make them a tea or a coffee. And I asked them, I was like, oh, do you want a tea or a coffee? Like, oh, we'll have a coffee. I'd never made a coffee before and it was instant coffee but I filled up the cup half full of instant coffee and then poured water over it and a bit of milk on top and I remember them drinking it and be like bah, that is disgusting <laughs> I was like sorry I don't know how to do it this is probably a lot of people did this like I used to drink mockers oh yeah I used to 
do especially if like when I was first year of uni sometimes as a wee treat on a Friday if I had like a half half day class I'd go and get a mocha and a uh, juicy water <laughs> innocent juicy water oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. from Starbucks and go to the cinema yeah just by myself nice that's why I've seen so many shit films <laughs> but that used to be like I was like this is great and I, I, I there's something about the cup that I liked yeah. I was like I'm I'm really grown up now I'm a man it's really mocha it's really American yeah yeah, like yeah to yeah, be yeah. walking around with a Starbucks logo on the cup or, yeah. or like a cup yeah liked all that yeah did um did you have like flavoured lattes like vanilla or gingerbread did you ever get into those no I, I no. used to when I worked at that place I used to work that used to be what I would have on my break vanilla or caramel, caramel. latte morning soup morning syrups. sandwich four bits of bread <laughs> black currant jam muffin every day nice yeah. There's, the nothing, there's nothing wrong with them if you don't call them coffee I think yeah. that's from a very like wanky point of view caramel like, frappuccino if it's a hot a hot sweet drink with milk and caffeine yeah. in it cool I don't care Yeah. please stop it don't do it Corny you got any coffee myths for us this week uh, let me think um, no okay no <laughs> No, no, I can think of great us. segments really going well. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Cheers. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us. Always remember, you can be using that time better. All right. Cool. Done. Thanks for listening. See you next time, dreamers. Like a tree and get out of here.